Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, brought to you by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. At the top of Main Street, where it sections off into Funny Road and Route 30, is a reminder of the past Wells Fountain. The fountain is made of granite and has a circular basin with a smaller vase-like basin inside. There are two columns that rise from the side of the basin and they support an electric lantern that hangs over the fountain. In 1890, when the fountain was constructed, it was known as the Wells Drinking Fountain, and people coming to Main Street with their horse and buggies often watered their horses there. When the fountain was placed at the head of Main Street, that area of town was a quiet residential area and most of the commercial section of Main Street was a few blocks south, beginning at the junction of Main and High Streets. The land where the fountain was built was donated by the Carpenter family. They had owned an organ company and sold it to Jacob Esty earlier in the century. William Rutherford Mead, a famous architect who had grown up in Brattleboro but lived in New York City, made the design for the fountain. And William Wells, a New York City businessman who also grew up in Brattleboro, paid for the materials and construction of the fountain that bears his name. The people who designed, constructed, and paid for the monument said they were making an artistic donation to Brattleboro as a tribute to the wonderful years they spent growing up in town. While they had moved away and become successful New York City businessmen, they remembered their beginnings in Brattleboro and wanted to give the town a practical, artistic work as a gift for all the community had given them while they were growing up. The fountain is named after the man who paid for its construction, William Wells. According to his obituary, he was born in Brattleboro in 1811. He grew up here and worked as a store clerk until he was about 21. Like many young Vermonters, he headed west and settled in Danville, Illinois, where he became merchant and flatboat operator. He would carry goods down the Mississippi River to New Orleans by flatboat and sell or exchange them for other goods he would then bring back to Illinois. While he was living in Illinois, he met a young Abraham Lincoln, who was a flatboat laborer. William Wells had a well-stocked library of over 1,000 books, and young Lincoln often borrowed books from Wells in order to learn more about the world. In 1850, William Wells sold his business in Illinois and moved to New York City. He had been very successful in his shipping and trade business and had decided to retire on his profits. He was a wise investor and did not begin any other businesses. Instead, his income was created from his many investments in the companies of others. William Wells was successful enough that he frequently traveled to Europe and lived a very cultured life. With all of his success, Wells continued to keep in contact with those he grew up with in Brattleboro. He spent portions of most of his summers in Brattleboro and retained friendships with many local people. Wells Fountain continued to exist peacefully until 1932 when a developer bought Carpenter's house and land and decided to build a gas station on the side of the Wells Fountain. Land was graded and paved around the fountain, and horse and buggies were replaced by automobiles stopping for gas right next to the Wells Drinking Fountain. By the 1930s, the residential nature of the northern part of Main Street had begun to disappear. Houses were removed, the businesses were constructed along the way. For the next 55 years, the fountain dodged traffic as cars pulled in and out of the gas station located right behind the monument. In the 1980s, the state of Vermont wanted to build a courthouse on the land near the fountain. There was discussion that maybe it was time to take down the fountain. The town government and many local people became involved in an effort to save the Wells Fountain from further development. In 1984, town manager Corwin Elwell 
helped organize townspeople who were in favor of saving the fountain. Fundraising and planning were needed to figure out how to keep the fountain and meet the needs of the state. Local lawyer John Carnahan became involved in 1987 and was instrumental in the negotiations between state, town, and local people trying to save the fountain. Money was raised and a plan was made to take the fountain apart and move it further north away from traffic. A small park was created on the land around the fountain. While we don't see too many horses getting drinks at the fountain anymore, it sure is nice to know that our community can rally around an artistic treasure and keep it safe for future generations. Main Street continues to evolve and change, but it's nice that some things, like the Wells Fountain, remain the same. We'd like to thank Addie and Skylar for researching this week in Brattleboro history. Please join us next week for another story from Brattleboro's past. Yeah.